Hello! Welcome to Shots of Purpose, episode number 10. And this is another special one. Um, before we start, I'm here with Brian. Hey! Hey, Brian. How's it going? How's it going? Um, well, it's actually going really well. Thank you for asking. How's it going with you? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm actually really looking forward to what you're going to do next. What I'm, yeah, okay, yeah. So I have to, I have to say, unfortunately, Tom couldn't be here. Mm. Busy work life. But I'm not looking forward to that. What you're going to do after that next? Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You mean, you mean talk about our guest? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we have a, we have a, we have a cool guest here today. His name is Rudy. It's a very Dutch name or the English would say Rudy, I guess. Rudy van Burden. Hello, Rudy. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Indeed. How are you today? I'm quite good, actually. It's quite a busy day, as you've noticed, because yeah. we've, uh, we were here for a few hours in preparation, but I'm doing seven projects at a time, I guess. But uh, now I'm fully relaxed and all done for this very podcast. Oh, that is that is great to hear. Yeah, we did hang out a little bit today because um, Rudy and I share a co-working space since... Uh, today? Since oh, today, cool. yeah, since today, actually. <laughs> awesome. Um, Rudy introduced me to that place. Um, but what's more interesting than my life is your life. Um, and today we're going to be talking about self-development, mm. personal growth, mm-hmm. uh, personal mm. leadership. And um, I would like to think that you are actually quite the authority on that part. How do you feel about that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same, I would say. Like, well, let's be honest. Like, I'm 31, and like all other 31s, we are still out there struggling and trying to find out how it all works, you know, life. Um, is it a game? Is it solvable whatsoever? Um, but I do work a lot with people amongst um, the, throughout the whole country, actually, um, and, and mainly on topics like self um yeah, expression, but personal development, personal leadership as well. And authority, that's a very hard thing of your own to say, I would uh-huh. guess. Right, yeah. that's why I said it. Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What, so, so um, why would I say that you're a personal, like a, a little bit of an authority there? Because you do, you do a lot of work, right? Like, how do, how do you introduce yourself to people? Hmm. Um, hello, my name is Rudy. <laughs> um, mostly, actually, I start off with that, and then I say, uh, some years ago, back in the summer of 2011, I made the best decision of my life, and it was, from now on, I only want to do epic stuff. Things I actually believe in, and stuff that fuels me with energy. And if I keep on doing so, I can last forever. Yeah. And work, and income, and friends, and connections, all of those things will follow later. And it happened. So what, what did you end up doing? I'm a professional speaker, I'm a host, like a host of the day, and I provide people with pitch and presentation skill trainings. So it's a lot offline working with groups of people throughout the Netherlands, and um, yeah, to, to try to see whether I can boost those groups with more energy. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. And you've been doing that since 2011, so it's, it's safe to assume that you are providing this boost of energy to people. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, they, they they keep on calling, and uh, yeah, that's a good thing, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, amazing. it's a good sign for sure. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. <clears throat> Definitely. Hey, um, yeah. So on the topic of personal development, and and I think I think you already kind of touched upon it, right, Rudy? When you said in 2011, I decided to to only do cool stuff, right? And that's something that sounds very outlandish maybe to a lot of people mm-hmm. right but that is 
that is kind of the key of personal development, right? Is figuring out what you what you want, what you need. Maybe it's just one aspect of it, indeed. And actually, as the great Tony Robbins said, um, your life is actually an accumulation of all your made decisions. Right. So if you're keeping on, if you keep on making undeci- an unconscious decision decisions um, and you keep on living life as you do forever without actually checking upon it then you will live your life like you ever did before Mm -hmm. but if you're highly conscious at a certain point make a very conscious decision then that really can shape the rest of the course of your life your future life yeah and um yeah i i don't want to go in depth but i was at a very low point in my life uh, I was studying and I thought I'm studying here for five years five and a half years already and I just don't feel the energy that I had when I was starting I was doing architecture and building management and even though I like still all of these things I do not love it and I already knew it right then within my studies and then I thought why you know it's it's insane I'm a student I'm single I I'm totally free to make any decision whatsoever Mm -hmm. and if i won't do it right now back in the summer of 2011 when will i do it when i have this mortgage when i have this job and have this partner why why should i wait and i'll just give it a try and if it doesn't work i'll just go back to the thing i was doing already yeah that sounds like amazing yeah so how did how did this go how did you go from your low point to to actually making this decision and then actually acting upon that decision well, yeah, before I said, before in in, in another pod talk, I just love to talk, to talk with people, to, to meet new people, to, to learn of their stories. And I did this already, but I was a volunteer with a youth organization in the middle oh, yeah. of the Netherlands in Utrecht. Yeah. And I was doing this for years and years. And within that summer, I actually realized I was doing this to uh, to be able to endure my whole studies. So every two weeks I was at a very low point again and then I was given an assignment to go somewhere to a village to talk with youngsters to do a program on debating or or presenting or pitching yourself. And it filled me with such a lot of energy when those people said, whoa, we were doing this exercise and it was amazing. I didn't think I was ever able to do it. But now, you know, we managed thanks to your advice and the insights. And that kept me going. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I thought, well, if, if if that provides me with so much energy and strength and I, I might as well can do it and start asking money for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was it really, was it that simple? It was even more simple because I was this volunteer and I did a gig somewhere and it was to, it was to be only once. But then the woman said, we want to have you back within two months when huh. the actual event is here. And I said, no, that's not possible because you do. Uh, you have to make a call to the network I, I'm part of and maybe you get me, but maybe you get one of my ah. 30 other volunteers. But she kept on saying, we want you, we want you, we want you, and we mm-hmm. even want to pay for it. And I was like, pay for it. This is like the same thing as you see these young uh, boys playing soccer on mm-hmm. Saturday morning and you go up to them and you say, well, if you come back next week, Saturday morning, we'll give all of you 50 euros. And the boys were like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we would be here oh, anyway. Wow. You, know, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to give me money for it because I love to do this. That's but cool. then it, I was really start to 
rethinking this whole game, you know, and I thought, well, there's nothing wrong with having a part B, you know, next to my studies, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's going to be my job or not. Mm-hmm. I can just take the money and the gig and try yeah. start how it is. Yeah, definitely. That was the very first one. Yeah. That's super cool. I, yeah. I feel like I hear a lot of stories about people who found their their dream or their calling by accident. Yeah. Almost like your, your, your story there. The, the, the one thing I, um, the thing you are capable of and that fuels you with energy and maybe some other people would say you are talented with it. Mm. The, the fun fact is for you as an individual person, it's absolutely normal. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. if if people would ask um, who is going to present these architectural plans, you know, in university when we were to, working together as students in a group, everyone was saying, "Oh my God, You'd I feel like stomach Hermione. pain already." Yeah. And I I was like, "Yeah, I I won't mind, you know, I would mm. love to do this. Yeah, pick me." But eventually, but I I thought other people must like this as well. So I don't want to be on stage all of the given times, you know. I have yeah. to give other people the opportunity as well but then eventually you find <laughs> out that some people really love to cook unbelievable or go <laughs> yeah. personal shopping just pointing at me just, or yeah i don't know and then and then you think something that's the lesson something that is absolutely normal to you can be of high 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 added value for someone else even such high level that he or she is willing to actually pay for it because yeah. that's a sweet spot right that's where you know you can find an actual career in doing what you want to do yeah yeah and some other guy i uh, recently spoke he said um try to be the solution for someone else's problems because then you gain work yeah and then nice. if that solution you are providing is actually within your field of interest because so many people are providing solutions mm-hmm. for Ottoman Ailes problems yeah. uh, while working at a call center or driving a van or whatsoever, you name it. But not necessarily doing those things uh, mean uh, they themselves get fueled with energy as well. They only provide the solution and the other one benefits. Yeah. And they are just doing the task and in return they get a salary or they get paid for it or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you start providing solutions for other people who, that make them happy... And while you're coming up with these solutions, you make yourself happy. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned it like that because <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast with uh, Douglas Rushkoff earlier and they were talking about universal basic income and this whole worry or a lot of people have this idea that if we pay everyone a basic living wage unconditionally, that people will stop working. But I don't believe that. And I think your story yeah. confirms this idea yeah. that everyone, there's something inside everyone that wants to get out. And if people don't have to fight and scrape for their survival by doing shit that they hate doing, then they're free to do the things they love to do. And then they'd be, we'd be helping each other out. There'd be a much more network community. Humans would be helping other humans and we'd be, you know, making the world a much better place. There'd be lots more love in the world and a lot less fear, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what, that, what I'm sort of learning out of this story now, mm-hmm. hearing your, your, you talk there, about there, it. There's this great TED Talk done by a Dutch historian, this young guy, Rutger Brechmans. Uh, He's actually right in the news right now with Fox News as well in America because he took on billionaires and the tax, you uh, know, in, yeah. the, in, the, in the use of A. And we're not allowed to talk about water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- th- those stuff. But but he's saying, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of the giants before us. Those people did so much for us. And actually, if we just rearrange our resources, it is possible in so many Western civilized countries to do so. 
And I myself strongly believe that people keep on fulfilling stuff and they want to come up with added value. And the same is with my case, because before I started, I was a volunteer for nine years already for this youth organization. For nine years, not getting paid anything um, except for lessons, stories, insights, uh, wonderful moments, you know. And that kept me going. So getting a salary is just one way of getting appreciation, but getting applauded or a true yeah. well-meant compliment is another way of appreciation. And I think all of us individuals... Um, in one way or another, we are seeking for true appreciation. Absolutely. Well, so, to, to, just to build on that point, if I, if I may, Yost. Yeah, I was I was just going to say that. Um, I just want to ask a question about that last thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. So, the appreciation. Have you ever, have you gotten the chance to talk with people that you've coached after you coached them, like a while later, uh, yeah. to see if they what what impact you've ha- have been able to have on their life. Yeah, some of them definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, sometimes I'm at the railway station of Utrecht, and people recognize me when I transfer from trains, mm-hmm. but I not necessarily recognize them because sometimes he or she was part of a group of two hundred or three hundred people in the audience. Okay, and then they still remember the story or the standing ovations that we do or the compliments whatsoever. Um, and then they shout out something, which sometimes can be very positive, mostly. Um, <laughs> but recently as well, I got a, a call from a guy and he said, I saw you three years ago. In the meantime, I had a new job. There were so many worse, bad things happening to me. Yeah. And I got at such a low and uh, I stopped working and I was sitting home for five months. And then finally I saw your contact card again. And I just told my girlfriend, maybe this guy can help me out. And I just have to send him a text. And she said, yeah, why Why not? Yeah, maybe he's busy or maybe he doesn't recognize me anymore. Mm-hmm. But then we drank coffee some weeks ago. And then he said for the first time in five months, he he, he sent me a message afterwards when, I, when, we, when he drove home. He said, I felt a little spark of energy again for the first time in five months. And that's... So amazing. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool to hear. And then at the same time, um, I do know, and maybe this is um, hard to say, but it is not me who is fully responsible for all those energy levels of those people. It's them as well. Obviously, it's super mm-hmm. cool to have some impact and that they see you, that they hear you, that, they, that, that I strike something within those people, that they do something with yeah. it. And then it's up to them. Because it's in there, but it takes someone from the outside like you to actually wake it up. Yeah. To Hello. resonate with that yeah. little diamond inside. Yeah, it's interesting. Resonate with a diamond inside. That's, that's a that's, very yeah. nice sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually believe, wow, you really, <laughs> you're good at taking compliments. And that's a compliment, definitely. Um, this is such Sometimes a beautiful line. And I actually believe, even if I work with tutors, with parents, with uh, policymakers, everyone Everyone has a diamond within himself. Yes. And the context or whatever happened to that person might interfere with the way how it comes out, how someone behaves. But if you really, truly coming towards someone and asking the right set of questions, then it, then it starts to shine eventually. But the, the, the tragedy of life is that so many people got caught up in a situation, in a relationship, within a job, within circumstances that are not necessarily the best in the first place to get it out of them. And maybe even 
trigger total different behavior um, th- that the opposite thing happens. I would even say in some ways that it's almost by design. What do you mean by design? In the sense that um, this is something that comes back in a lot of Douglas Rushkoff's podcasts and his work in the sense that the world that is created around us, that that we have, we as society have created, in some ways exists to extinguish this fire or to hide the fire away <sighs> so that we are more easily yeah. able to to comply with what other people want. So, so a society we, of ev- average. Not necessarily. Mediocrity. Not, I don't know if it's necessarily mediocrity. I don't want to make it a, a value judgment, but okay. it's more about um, the fact that when I look at you and I hear your stories and I look at your face and see the, the, the energy that's emanating from your eyes when you talk, yeah. this, I can tell that, that if someone were to tell you something that you wouldn't agree with or that would sound strange to you, you would have no problem saying something against it or, or it would be very, very difficult for someone to manipulate you in the sense that you come across to me uh, as someone who, is, who knows very much about yourself. You know now after this experience in 2011, what you enjoy, what makes you tick, but you also know what you don't enjoy and you know what to avoid. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to try to coerce you into taking some shitty job that helps them a lot, but screws you over and doesn't give you any fulfillment and they pay you crap wage, you wouldn't be able to do that. But the world that we live in with all the distractions, the, the, the phones and the pings and the SMSs and the, mm-hmm. all the messages and like, the, the dead-end jobs and the things that you were talking about where you work at a call center and you're mm-hmm. helping someone else get rich and you're, you're just miserable the whole time. The world is full of things that, that put us into these positions. Definitely. And it's almost exploitative in a way. Well, I wouldn't say that, and I think I take a total different stand in that. Okay, if there we go. If this is the case, then I would say, personally, the game is on. You yourself are being put in a situation or you yourself got yourself in a situation. And purely, in fact, there are only two decisions. A, get used to it because this is the situation. Or B, truly update and upgrade yourself and leave the situation. But you cannot stick around in a given situation and keep complaining for months, for years, for whatever in a row. Because then you are the absolute victim of your own tragedy. So update, upgrade yourself, or leave. Go fucking do it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one is my. That's one of my sayings as yeah. well. Yeah, I was lost. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was uh, Maybe this is not too good for your American family back home because maybe it's a little <laughs> bit rough on them. But I was joining this program in in January as a as a um, how do you say it? I was I was taking the program. Right. It took three and a half days, and some of the people there, we were... If you're listening with your kids now, just uh, yeah, turn it, it on off, pause. And yeah. go to the McDrive and get out of the car, I don't know what you will do. <laughs> um, there was this girl, and she was attending this program for maybe two or three times in a row, and it oh, was like yeah. this hefty paid program. I was like, oh my wow. God, did you pay so much money, and then double or maybe triple the time? Mm-hmm. And she was saying, yes, but it's so good in order to get my plan, and I make visions and missions, la la la. And all this time, already, she knew what she was up to, what her plan was, what she was capable yeah. of. And then all of a sudden I just passed her and I maybe I, I could not say it right in her face. So I just took a random example of one of the people I ever met. Nice. Yeah. And then I said to her, well, I just told this person, stop making any more plans or drawings or filling that book of you. Go fucking do it. Nice. And if you don't want to do it, then you don't truly wish to have it or to achieve it because you keep on manipulating yourself for the sake of 
what yeah. to be miserable to play this victim to say that person is growing and i'm still standing still well awesomely said but it doesn't bring you anywhere i love this story because it, it as you were talking earlier i was writing some stuff down and i put awareness plus action equals pointing towards do epic shit all the time yeah, you know what purpose. I mean, and that that story has all of it in there. This one, this 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 person, the example uh, lady that you mentioned, she was aware, like you said, she knew what she should was supposed to do. She'd made her plans, she drew her pictures, and she did all the nice planning things and paid money for you to help her do that over and over and over again. But the action was lacking. Wait, Brian, what was what was the equation that you? Um, awareness plus action equals do epic shit. Yeah, that's awesome. or how did you how, how did you how did you put that earlier? This was actually the core of that very program I was taking, so I was not giving the program. Oh. But in in there, the 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 tutor, the the, the guy, the public speaker, the the god of the Netherlands, he said there are only two <laughs> vital items. Uh, items um, you either you need your compass, you need to know where you're going, yeah. and you need the drive and the courage to actually make the steps, because having only one of them doesn't bring you anywhere. Well, the second one, only yeah. having the action and going somewhere, maybe takes you all the way down a wrong path and just having the <laughs> compass point you out in the perfect direction. Yeah. But without doing it, you just keep on standing still in the field, yeah. staring in some direction without fucking doing it. Absolutely. So you need the two of them. You need to know where you're heading at and hardly anyone knows this. And you actually need to have the, gur- the courage, the guts the action, the energy to actually keep on walking. Absolutely. So a little earlier, you, um, one, I'm going to take this moment to say that you, you said earlier that everyone is looking for appreciation in any, some form or ever. Um, we invited you here because we appreciate what you do. Right? It's just, oh, it's so cool. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> no, but there, here's blushing. our. <laughs> Watch out because tomorrow he's going to have t-shirts with We Love Rudy on no, it. No, 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 no. I will banish them. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, they do a two day delivery, so it'll be a Friday. Oh, okay. Shit. Fair enough. Um, anyway. No, you ordered it yesterday. <laughs> don't hit me. Oh, no. Come on. You know, you know me too well. You know me too well. Um, yeah, but earlier you, you, you said um, to, to make that diamond resonate, right? You need to ask certain questions. Definitely. And we're going to do this right now, Joost. What is your direction? So that's the question, right? Yeah. What is your direction? And what is your following step to actually get there? How did you, because you, you have, um, you do this usually in Dutch, right? And you do this in the, the more dialectic version. Sometimes, yeah. In yeah. Brabant, which is the southern accent the, of the, the Netherlands. The sexiest accent of the Netherlands, well, I might Some add. people say, yeah. It's been, it's been <laughs> scientifically proven by a survey of, uh, I don't know, two whatever um you said because you said you say it like who are you what do you need Mm -hmm. is that like and maybe the who are you is the more difficult question to answer and maybe by asking the people what do you need yeah what do you want Mm -hmm. and what's holding you from getting there by starting off with those two questions, what do you want and what's holding you from getting there? Mm-hmm. By answering those questions and by doing the follow-up on bringing these actions to life, by doing so, people sooner or later will get to know themselves. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they will be able to start answering the question, so, who are you? Because that's the most difficult question mm-hmm. in the world, maybe. Is that actually a, is that a question that can be answered? It can be answered, but if the answer is valid, 
or spot on or every time the same that's mm-hmm. that's another question yeah fair enough um and always with starting uh, with asking questions yeah you get some answers but i want to i want to make this very what's, practical what's the value of those answers so yeah. mm-hmm. before you start asking questions you first and foremost need to ask yourself, okay, I will ask this question to this person. He or she will give me an answer. What will be the value or what will be the added value mm-hmm. of their answers? Sometimes the whole set of questions is wrong at the beginning already. Yeah. And you right. need to start asking a different kind of questions because that d- directly accumulates in a new set of answers. Mm-hmm. But adding another level on top of it. If you want to ask someone else what they want, first you need to ask what you want in asking them. What they want. Yeah, what the contest what? is. Objective. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I, yeah. So in my role as professional speaker, <laughs> yeah. I mostly, yeah. I, uh, many times I need to interview people. And that those people can be interviewed on the personal side or uh, the professional yeah. life. But um, if the, the, the program gives a certain context, I need to align my questions, my set of questions with the goals we want to achieve with that very program yeah. that the people are attending. 400 people are in the audience and I can ask him, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And those people are like, this is irrelevant. But if those, the context is a company that Enough makes breakfast, content. then it might be on topic, you know? Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, it, it's, it's very much depending on the context. And if you're not aware of your context, you do That's not it. necessarily know whether you fit in or not mm-hmm. or what you need to tweak in order to feel less miserable or more happy mm-hmm. or more in line with the people who are there. Right. So back to the questions because we don't want to pause those. Yeah. What is your direction, Yoast? Mm. And what will be your first steps actually to get closer to it? Well, I was actually, I have a, I have a question in return before I answer. I'll, I'll come back to this. Um, but no, but I want to, okay, hold on. Cause I think a problem for a lot of, for a lot of people is that this stuff sounds so dreamy, right? Okay. Just asking these questions. Like I want to, can we make this a little bit more practical? Cause you suggested asking two questions, but Definitely. how, how do you, like, what is a concrete way of, of, I've got of, one. Yeah, I've got one. Of, of doing this. On yeah. a grade from one to 10, which we use in the Netherlands, which is one is the lowest and 10 is the highest. Yeah. What grade are you giving to your life mm-hmm. right now? Which one? You're giving this, this you're asking this, is this the question, question to me. <laughs> um, you're avoiding the shit out of these questions, aren't you? I'm very good <laughs> at Unbelievable. <it>. Right? <laughs> well, I would, I would give it a seven right now. Why are you giving your life, your full life, a seven? Because um, there are s- different aspects to my life that are very good. And like? Um, uh, let's This basement. This is amazing. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's definitely some developments in my life that could be better. I mean, there's some stuff like my, uh, like my professional life that's really getting on track. I love the purpose that I'm, uh, that I see for myself there. I, I recently, uh, asked myself these questions. I was at a very, I was at a very deep low. I, I wouldn't say that I was, that I've ever been that low before, but then I decided, well, fuck, I, I need to change something here. Mm-hmm. I, I, the question that resonated with me was how much potential are you using of yourself mm. on a scale of one to 10, one being lowest. And I answered with a three and I've always, I've gone through life wishing there would be someone like a Yoda person, like a, like a coach that would ask me like, Yoast, why aren't you doing something? You have so much potential. Why aren't you doing something? Doing something. Why aren't you? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. 
Um, but you said Yoda. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I love you. Thank you. Um, and then at that moment, at this very low point, I realized, together with this question of, of my potential, I realized there will be no one. It would have been nice, but there won't be anyone who's asking this question but me. So I have to do it. And that go. magically turned the switch. And like the, 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 the several following four days... I started answering these questions, like, where the fuck am I heading? But I think a very important, and, and this is why I, I want to come back to that concreteness. Definitely. The, I like that as well. So Hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. The concreteness of asking these questions, and then, um, wow, I actually lost my train of thought. What were you going to say? Sorry. You needed a step in between, and maybe that's a very good thing. Uh, the fact is, if I keep asking you this very question, how do you grade your life on a scale from 1 to 10? Yeah. Tomorrow evening, the day after tomorrow very early, uh, upcoming Sunday at 6 p.m., all of those times you will slightly more or less give another answer. It won't be yeah, a definitely. straight yeah. 7. And based on that, because you are in different um, contexts with different people in family setting or on a job setting or doing sports... You try, if you do this for yourself for three weeks in a row and you keep track of it with pen and paper, ah. you will see your development in a diagraph. And yeah. you see the points when you are peaking high every week with Spanish lesson because you absolutely mm -hmm. love it and you always score yourself a nine. Yeah. Then from that, you can distillate if a seven is not enough for me. And I want to achieve at least an eight or an eight and a half mm -hmm. if you want that. Yeah. If you're fine with a seven, everything is good. Yeah. If you want to upgrade your score, you can see where you're lacking, where your grades are very low. You start to need to avoid, avoid these situations yeah. or these people yeah. or these specific elements of your job. Mm -hmm. Try to delegate them or, I don't know, fix someone who will do it for you. And boost the periods in your life where you're doing good. Yeah. And by doing so, it becomes more clear to you what you really want yeah. and what you need to do in mm -hmm. order to get there. Yeah. So what your direction is and what your next step will be. Yeah. Beautiful. Did you not just describe cognitive behavioral therapy? I don't know. In very I, simple terms. I don't know if that's the case. It's it's I'm a very practical one as well. Yeah. And I said before when we were going live, my parents didn't study. They started to work, both of them, when they were 16. Mm -hmm. And all the way, those seven years I was going through a technical university, um, I was thinking with myself, as soon as I graduate, I need to come up with something that is really graspable for my parents as well. They will uh, be sitting yeah. in the first row and they need to understand it mm -hmm. completely without any difficult questions. And that's an aim for me as well within my work with youngsters with yeah. low educated people with practical educated people yeah uh, all of them to clarify stuff because the one thing and that's maybe my added value within the work and then i start asking you guys questions what we need within organizations yes. within teams yeah. is energy and clarity yeah because it lacks heavily on energy and clarity. Mm -hmm. Most people are draining energy or bringing more first. Yeah. When you're doing as a external person totally the opposite, then you worth more than 10 of them together. And then you can earn your yeah. living. Mm -hmm. You just brought it back to the drive and the compass. Say again? The, the drive and the compass is energy and clarity. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's... Feels yeah, like maybe, yeah. I never thought of the it compass that is way. like a tool the for understanding yeah. and the the motion. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think they're they're not 
the same, but they're in the they're like they fit together, right? Because clarity mm. means the direction, and the compass will help you guide towards that direction. Yeah, that is direction, mm-hmm. and also clarity is a simple answer to the question, Yoast, what do you want? Yeah. Why do you keep pointing it at me? Because I ask you for three times in a row, and you <laughs> keep avoiding the, you keep avoiding okay. answering the question, and you keep on saying first this, then that. That's that's kind of the part of this first, whole podcast. First, I will live my whole life, and then by the time I'm no, thirty, hold on, ninety-three, <laughs> then I will be answering okay. your question. All right, ask it, ask it to, um, ask me the question now. What do you want to? What What do you What do you want me to answer? Joost in Dutch in Brabant, wat wilde gij? What do you want? I want to design for a better world. And I want to do that with other people. And this is a very concrete part of it already, isn't it? This very podcast. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, it's called Shots of Purpose. And it's 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 aimed at inspiring people um, to do their best. And I would hope that we could also inspire what that best part is, right? It's aiming towards the the, the world of tomorrow and a better world for tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, this podcast is is uh, yeah is part of that plan. It's also a passion project. Um, yeah, it's 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 people like you uh, that I love to invite to have these types of inspirational conversations with. It inspires me. Gives me energy. I won't be able to sleep for the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four in the afternoon, yeah, so yeah. that's fine. <laughs> well, it's actually 8.30. Sorry, yeah, I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. You... No, cool. Given context. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> so what, do you, what do you want to do? I want to go back to yeah. uh, Brian, actually. Oh, oh t- what, someone's taken over the podcast. Yeah, sorry. I'm very <laughs> fine. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, this I, is what I love. This is basically his job. <laughs> I cannot work for an employer, as you're here already. I'm so stubborn and... <laughs> What's it for you? How would you answer the question? What do you want? I want to make more love. I want to make more love and reduce the the fear in the world. Ah, more love, less fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. mean that in a in a, in every in every level. When you mentioned earlier that there are two choices in life, I equated those again with love and fear, mm-hmm. in the sense that fear would be staying in the shitty job that you hate, that's making you miserable because you feel like you're scared to take the risk that uh trying something else and the love is loving yourself enough to actually make take that risk take the plunge mm-hmm. but it could also be how we relate to other people or how we decide to well we talked a lot about climate change last week and mm-hmm. there are lots of love versus fear decisions we can make too i want to shop at primark because it's cheap mm-hmm. and i'm afraid of uh being broke but if i want to show love to the world then i can spend a little bit more money and buy some the the same clothes, but at a different, more sustainable place that yeah. you know pays its workers a living wage, for example, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How is this within your own life? Are you a fearful person or yeah. not at all? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are you? Yeah, you don't yeah. come across. I only see you now for forty minutes, but you're so outspoken and energetic as well. But fearful? Why? Thanks. For what? A lot of things. Um, uh, when we started, well, so when the podcast started, and we were talking about the the broader concept of self-actualization, self-mastery, self-development and stuff. I was thinking like, uh, and my wife actually mentioned this in a conversation recently as well, that the, the people that we find to be the most happy people are the ones who have leaned into their weaknesses and either fully embrace it and, and turn that into their superpower or make the, 
process of conquering that weakness or the thing that they dislike most about themselves into their driving force. And so I feel like that's that's probably where that answer comes from because I'm 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 highly insecure, wildly insecure. I uh yet you say that with confidence. How do I say that with confidence? Well, I, I because I know it's true. <laughs> I'm very confident <laughs> in the fact that I'm I'm insecure. Like I've been in, I've been in all my life and I I'm I'm never going to get over it completely. And that's fine. I accept that and Are you even going to stop to say to yourself that you're wildly insecure? That's a good question. I rec- I recognize it a lot in the little things that I do during the day because all the you time. keep on saying it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If you start reforming this phrase that you that kept you going for maybe 20 or 25 years mm-hmm. into I can make anything possible this is something that Tony Robbins does as well and you start to walk along within your life with this phrase under your arm and every now and then on a daily basis you start to recognize dude I pulled it off even this podcast on personal development I can make anything possible then this becomes a truly certainty as well so there's a dent in my car yes it is there and my car brings me from A to B both yeah. of these things are valid and it depends on which one you keep repeating which becomes your truth and your world which wolf do you choose to feed yeah the wolf to feed that yeah, that beautiful. one this is exactly the same scenario two wolves within your head the one is angry mm-hmm. the mad dog and the other one is good for you loyal the one you feed most will survive yeah and also the 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 story of the diamond i mean if you keep if you keep saying stuff maybe that diamond will start resonating with the negative energy that you're giving yourself this is masaru yeah. emoto they did this rice experiment they had jars filled with rice oh and they, yeah they talked to it yeah. please, please cool. for, for the listeners that hasn't heard this can well, you tell can yeah you, well this is so like good. all molecules have water in it or something rice as well and they put the, 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 the same rice in two or three different jars with they which they put somewhere in the house and to one jar of rice they were talking talking to a plant you know and that stayed white while the other one who got uh, bad words started to turn black or didn't flourish or whatsoever yeah right. and then they did another experiment with a third jar and they got neglected that jar and that really turned black quickly so it's even worse it's the same with if if we are all based on molecules it's the same with animals plants yeah. and mm-hmm. people absolutely if we are being neglected then we get um tom uh, how, uh what's his name tom tom the one from cast away the tom hanks oh, all alone yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, you get mad you know if you are not being seen anymore what's actually yeah. I, i i used to be this backpacker when i was 18 i was traveling australia all by myself i hadn't flown before I, i was hardly capable of the english language and um i was all by myself and there was this one time and i actually did a ted talk about it in 2014 i was sitting on a bench in a lovely park in australia the sun was shining everything if you took a picture people would say this is paradise i want to go there i was sitting there and this was the lowest point in my life period i was sitting there and this young woman walks Uh, along the path with a stroller with a baby in it and uh, 
and a little toddler next to her. And only at 10 meters across from me, she stops to bend over and to tell something to her little son of being four years old. And still now, I'm 31 years old now, and this happened 13 years ago, I can still recall and remember what I thought and even more what I was feeling at that point. I was thinking, I want to stand up, I want to go over to that woman that I've never seen before in my life, and I want to ask her, can you please give me a hug? Because I haven't been touched in two months' time. I felt so dead inside of those eight weeks of backpacking by myself as being an 18-year-old young little boy who just passed his high school degree two months before, coming from a very warm, loving family, yeah. sitting there all along by myself, all by myself on that little bench, not being capable to to reach out and to ask people for help that I desperately needed because I was too afraid for her reaction. She would have thought he's a total moron. Yeah. But if she could feel it mm-hmm. from my perspective, perspective uh, she would do immediately what I needed mm-hmm. because she had two children of her own, own obviously. Yeah. And this was me being the life experiment of the neglected jar of rice. And since then, and that's maybe the, the, the force pushing me forward, mm-hmm. I know what it is to be unseen unloved and this is what people need in audiences in team sessions whatsoever and i hope that i can provide only a small amount of people with these answers and these feelings because then i feel i'm doing something back for what i needed yeah and to 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 put the the yoast glasses on and and make it practical again this is also a lot of the things that happen with for example drug addicts or criminals when society treats criminals in a very right. punitive way, yeah. we're shutting them away, we're putting them in solitary confinement, we're, we're locking them away from society. And other places like Denmark and the Netherlands, which I think is very nice, there it's a more supportive attitude. Like, okay, you fucked up, you did some bad things, but we're going to help you get through it and continue to be a part of society. We see you, we recognize you as a human being, and we love you. So, you know, they. It, I, I think this is one of the reasons why at some point in the Netherlands, started closing jails because we had no more use for them. Yeah, because people didn't uh, come back to them. Yeah, yeah. There's a a prison. I I was actually in in Amsterdam, Amstel today. There's a prison right next to it, and it's empty. It's being used, well, not empty. It's being used as housing now Mm -hmm. because it it closed recently because the the crime is is declining in this country because we have a love attitude towards criminals and drug addicts and stuff. Maybe Maybe not as much as we could. But um, but it's hard sometimes, you know, especially yeah. when you're busy. And right now as well, if you had such a day as today, you know, I, I'm trying to manage five projects at the same time. Yeah, and sure. stuff Seems has to be chaotic. done. Of course. If, if I'm racing on my bike through the city and someone is sitting on a bench, I might not even see it, you know, at that very moment. Yeah. While that person even needs it more than all the people together from all the five projects that I'm preparing. Um, but things are happening. Only this week I saw this message that a Dutch company is adopting the model of Greystone Bakery in the US of A. That's the bakery. It's featured in one of the Tegenlicht Uitzendingen. Mm. We don't hire to, we don't hire people to bake cookies. Um, 
what was the slogan again? We don't hire people to bake cookies. We bake cookies so we can hire people. Ah, so nice. you don't have yeah. to have a resume. You only have to put your name on a list and you will get a job no matter what. So, so many people who have a, what is the word word? A felony or something mm-hmm. like they yeah. did, yeah. did something wrong. They can work there. And now I saw that a company here in the Netherlands is doing the same. So they are adopting this way. Do you know, do you know what your company is? Uh, it, it's on Algemeen Dagblad. Okay. And it has to, it's like, oh, I know. It's like a warehouse in baby uh, stuff. Good, yeah. Equipments. Baby dump? Good, uh, baby dump. Not that one, but <laughs> another one. Baby dump. This is the worst, the worst yeah, know, company name ever. Baby it shocked dump. Me. Like, I, yeah. when, I first, when I first came to the Netherlands, I saw a big truck. Oh my god! With baby dump written yeah. on the side of it, like, what the babies. fuck is yeah. going on here? I'll just go off to the bar <laughs> and I need to dump my baby. Yeah, in the. Yeah. But, or they but she said shit there. she had like twenty-five or thirty applicants, who all of them at once, all of them said, "I finally applied for this job, but for the very first time in a long, long time, I felt welcome. Therefore, I want to work here." And they don't care about their income. They don't care. They want to be seen. They want to be of added value. They want to get a hook. But what was that? What was that part of like that made them feel welcome? Because it's it's one thing to hire everyone, but it's another thing to make people feel welcome. It's one thing not to be screened up front mm-hmm. while you get a hundred percent a hundred percent outcome that you won't be welcome because you did something or you right. have a track record or. I don't know, you didn't have your papers or whatsoever, which most of the companies do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This reminds, it's going back to the the story you told about the coffee that you had with this gentleman who said something similar. This is the first time in a long time that I felt this energy, that I felt like someone was listening to me, that I felt seen and heard and validated. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. And he also had the answers in him because what he was doing, I said, he kept on. He kept uh, describing his manager. He he was a tyrant, you know. He really sucked out of the energy yeah. of him. This was like this huge energy leak. But I said, well, you can look at at that obviously, and you have to get away from the situation, or just embrace the suck and see it as your upcoming job, you know, your future life. Yeah. Or you can look for places where you gained energy. Where was this? And he said, networking events. I said, what? Well, I was doing networking events. Like what? Like two or three or four times a week. Like, uh, what? Huh? I was going to network events. Sometimes I took half of the day off and I said to my by, to my boss, I will start in the afternoon. Everything was good. I even took uh, my v- holiday days for it because I love to go there and tell about my story, my my uh, business of being an independent photographer. But because I lacked so much energy, I really had to cut down my company as well. So I'm not Mm. doing photography anymore. And now I don't go to network events anymore. And I ask him, why are you not going to network events anymore? Because now you're sitting at home. You took a sick leave for five months from your job already. And you have all of the time of the world. He said, but I don't have a story anymore. Like, what's your story? I only have a problem and I feel fine and comfortable to tell it to you, but I won't go there and tell them about my problem. So if I don't have a story, I cannot go to networking events. Huh. And I said, mm, you might can go to network events and listen instead of tell your story. And he totally sat in a different way in his chair and he said, huh? tell me more about it. <laughs> ah! I said, dude, you've been to dozens of networking events. From my job as a professional host, I know that 80% of the audience hates the foresight of the network drinks, the breaks yeah. in between because they don't know yeah. anyone. They they are terrified walking up to someone to talk with them and you're the absolute hero. You love to make conversation and to be in contact with them. And instead of trying to come up with your problem or story, 
ask them, hey, what do you need? Maybe you like a coffee as well. Shall I go over, grab some coffee yeah. and ask you, what are you doing, Brian? And then people will start to flow with their story and you can be the connector. And he said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going off and I will go to a network event and I will start listening instead of, I need to have a story myself. Yeah. It Beautiful. can be so easy. All of the answers were, no, but uh, upcoming Wednesday, there is this agenda item within my agenda two mm -hmm. weeks after app with this guy nice. and check up upon him because I said to him within two weeks time, I will be on your tail. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> you have yeah. done something yeah. and otherwise you disappointed me with this hour, yeah, you know, it. this coffee. Because definitely, yeah. go fucking do it. Nice. And don't wait for other people to start living your life because they don't, they don't, they yeah. won't live your life. Yeah. You are living your life. And it's so precious and it's so worthwhile. And you can try to get it at a 10, but please be sweet to yourself. I was at a 2 once in my life in Australia. I was nearly dead. I was nearly over the edge. Then, back then, I only had the sweet desire, let this be at least a six, at least at above average. And then from there on, we see what happens. But do not make too big of steps because then you will disappoint yourself and you will start ending up in your bed again. That's it, yeah. yeah. That does uh, that does seem contrasty though with like having clarity of where you're going. Why? Hold on, okay, so I, I, I understand that I I sincerely understand what you're saying with the be cautious of what you aim at, right? Because you might disappoint yourself. Be cautious with that. Yet, when we talk about clarity in your life, knowing what you personally need, who you are, and mm -hmm. where you're headed, that does necessitate or that does kind of ask for aiming at the stars, right? It's aiming for something greater. It's like if, you're, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, right? So, um, so, so these, I think these, these, these seem contrasty, but they go together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go get a coffee in the city, how do you get there? You take one step at a time. <laughs> yeah. You don't jump, and you're immediately yeah, yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Every step is one little movement forward. Yeah, and the but 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 the coffee place is your goal. Could be, but then you run across a very good friend. And he's yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. hey, I'm sitting here, I'm going over for a cup of tea, or yeah. are you willing to come in? And you just forget about your final destination, because maybe yeah. this in between is even better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a dot on the horizon, a certain direction, yeah. and maybe in between you come across a place. I was backpacking, and I had no plan whatsoever. I once was in Ireland, I was hitchhiking everything by myself. And I came in this very tiny little place. It was the best place I've ever been in the whole world. The place is called Doolin. Oh, Doolin. <laughs> the cliffs of Mohair. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. <laughs> and and I, I wow. thought I need yeah. to catch a bus back to Dublin because I want to spend there at least two or three days. And I didn't see Dublin yet. I was there and I only had five hours left in Doolin. I ended up being there for three days instead because this was the real Ireland uh, vibe. And the same is with my company. Once I said I want to grow and I want to have employees, a few years ago I started off with it. Nothing in the world frightened me most and made me more sick and gave me stomach pain than having employees that I couldn't control or couldn't work with or had very weird thoughts about. 
And at one point I was sitting at the co-working space so desperate and sad and Shurt came up to me and said, dude, what's going on? You don't look too happy. And I said, mm, I'm nearly going to cry. It's not going good, you know. And he said, why don't you quit it? You know, put it in reverse. Just cancel everything and just go back to the place in time when you felt content. Mm-hmm. And then life is just like Gansenbord. I don't know if this even exists in the Netherlands, but it's like this silly game and you have these tiles you have to walk on, like in the form of a... Oh, I can't like a snakeish Like thing. a snakeish thing. And whenever you are, I don't know, hurt or you made a bad turn, you just go some steps back. And that's what I tell so many students who are willing to go um, start a business or whatsoever. Shoots and ladders. Uh, what's that? Yeah, that's, in the US, yeah. the game would be ah, shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladder. You just a shoot go... shoots you like lets you skip, and the ladder no, the ladder lets you skip, and the shoot you fall back. Something like that. Yeah. And when I went to Australia, and even though this was the hardest year in my life, I've learned the most. But one aunt, she gave me golden life advice just wow. before I left. Mm-hmm. She said, "Whatever you're doing, how rough the sea can be, where you're going, do know." please do know you always have a safe harbor right here because we will be here. So no matter what happens, you can come back anytime. Mm-hmm. You won't have to explain yourself. You can come back. So this was my safety net. Yeah. And maybe some people who are listening think, oh, you maybe have this wonderful life and this comfortable family. Maybe that's not where your safety net is. But everyone who thinks deep enough does know that he or she has somewhere yeah. a safety net or the potential beginning of knitting a yeah. new safety net. Yeah. That's and you can beautiful. go back. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> what are you thinking, Joost? You um, think, oh my God, I will never, never invite external guests anymore. No, I, <laughs> dude, I love this. You have been, you've been educating us. And I, I love the spirit that's coming off of you. And I love the information that's coming out of you. I love the concrete examples. Um, but I have a question. And I don't, it might... <laughs> like we, we we're getting the sense of of the answer from from your stories, but mm-hmm. what do you want? Uh, yes, so I did this training in January, and there we were asked to write a mission statement, like youth your true mission, and that's more like who you are. So that's not really answering the question on what you want to achieve. But the mission statement, me in the core, so all the things I'm doing should be aligned with that. Me, Rudy van Beurden, uh, is um, generating and sharing positive energy. I want to connect with people. I want to interconnect people amongst themselves. And I want to be good for my f- family and friends. I want to see, hear, and appreciate people. And I want to teach other people in, do so in, in, in doing so as well. And with that, I will be asked for the expertise that I have within me. Mm-hmm. And I can live this epic whatever it be life that i'm aiming at actually and what i'm what i learned even though if you shoot for the stars and you end up amongst the moon the moon is already so much further away that you yourself could possibly yeah anticipate at the age of 10 i love that you're saying that because that's what i was going for like <laughs> you, you shoot for the stars and you'll you'll still I, end up in the galaxy i found somewhere. an agenda when my parents were cleaning out their house because they are going to move and she gave me this my mother gave me this box with all this agenda which mm-hmm. i carefully uh, have ha- had kept when i was 12 years old and all of the goals that i wrote in the very back of it 
I achieved. No way. Way earlier than I had anticipated. Ah, wow. In terms of being independent, in terms of having a car, being having able to study at a university. And I do highly believe in your unconsciousness. So yeah. only 5% of us is brain and still most people in the academic world think brain, 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 brain is everything. It's only 5% of you. So it's way more beneficial to start teaching your un, uh, unconsciousness as well. Mm-hmm. And I mostly say if you push something in your unconsciousness, mm-hmm. like I did those three and a half days with the professional training I took, I made so many plans. I, I drew, I made plans, I made action lists. I put them, I stuffed them within my unconsciousness. And slowly but surely, these things yeah. are now happening. Like my idea was as well starting a podcast, which I yeah. started last week uh, in preparation. Thanks so much for your help on the equipment and everything, Yoast. It was such a good job. Yeah, you're very and welcome. Slowly but surely, it will happen. Maybe yeah. it takes a year or two years longer, but who cares, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. For so, the skeptics that are, might, that might be listening uh, and might be saying, "Oh, this is too new age," what what, what he's describing actually, no, or whatever. Like some people, the look at per- professional development and or personal development and coaching and and thinking about your subconscious and creativity and emotion as very too like cloudy and too woofy and whatever. Um, but it's not. So what you said, but they're welcome. Yeah, no, but everything that you just said, you're describing dual systems processing theory. And if you read this, Daniel Kahneman won a Nobel Prize mm-hmm. in economics for describing the fact that we don't make decisions rationally, proving scientifically that we make decisions as a combination of our mental cognition, so this 5% that you're talking about, and the rest of us, the emotional side, the subconscious. Yeah. And someone else, I forget the name, but took that and made an analogy of it. Oh, the elephant and the rider. That's exactly it. Yeah. And if the, ele- the elephant is the powerful one. But the elephant doesn't speak English or doesn't, you know, we can't communicate directly with our elephant. Mm -hmm. So we can't communicate directly with our subconscious, but there are ways that we can. We can train ourselves. We Mm. can condition ourselves a little bit in ways that we want to. And so if the rider and the elephant are aligned, we're happy. If we're going in the direction we want to go, we're good. But what happens most of the time is that the elephant's going one way and the rider wants to go the other way, but the rider has no power. Mm. So the rider's frustrated. We feel frustrated. We're sad. We can't sleep. We get stressed out. And it's all about aligning. Definitely. Yeah. And I used to be that rider on the big fat elephant while I was studying architecture because I thought I wanted to become yeah. an architect, but it was so not my destiny. So I had so many struggles within my studies, so many pains, so many oh, self-manipulation the, the book you're referring to is Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow, isn't it, Daniel Kahneman? Yeah. I could not read through thinking it because it's... Slow, yeah. yeah, Thinking Fast and Slow. It's, it's oh, never-ending. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. But still, a message to people who <laughs> think this is new age. Excellent. If they think all of they are doing is bringing them to where they want to come or they have the life they like, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. And in training, we have this saying, it takes pain to change yeah. it's causing pain to change but it also it takes pain to change so only yep. if ah. the pain is big enough yeah mm-hmm. then you then you start then you're willing enough to start listening yeah. to some other people gurus or new age or whatever you want to mark manson uh, crazy dutch people <laughs> in the basement and eindhoven <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> yeah so but if you're fine and the pain you're experiencing is not big enough endure it Excellent. It's your life. 
<laughs> that's it that's so, beautiful and it's, it's so I was years ago I was like this as well and I some, so I recognize some of these and it is so valid and true but you cannot change other people they can only change themselves if they want to yeah you can only yeah. change yourself so if you want to do epic shit start changing yourself so you will mm-hmm. have more influence and become of more potential life changing yeah. do you want to do you want to drop this mic yeah. <laughs> it was a mic drop. Okay, but we didn't hear it. No, yeah, it, was, it is. A, it, I mean, it's it costs oh, money. It's sustainable yeah. to keep it in one yeah, piece. Definitely. Um, yeah, well, well I, I have a, I, I've had this concrete example in my mind. Um, talking about the elephant and the rider, like you have to make these examples or these, these floofy examples like mm-hmm. concrete for yourself, right? So... I've been realizing recently that my mornings suck. From the moment I wake up, I start doubting. Do I need to get out of bed? Um, Yeah, I'll get out of bed. And Uh then, like, throughout the day, I start, like, I start gathering knowledge again. I start getting hyped. But the first hour sucks ass. And I've realized this for a long time. But it's Mm -hmm. this awareness, now plus action, that allows me to change something. So tomorrow morning, I actually put the... I put the 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 gear on the side of my bed already. Uh-huh. Like I'm going out for exercise. There's no there's no room for thought anymore. There's no room for that yeah. rider to be uh, or maybe, maybe I don't know. You're, you're it's, constructing it's room. what they call this in, in in habit psychology is you're constructing a choice architecture. Yeah. Well, you're I'm, making I'm, the choice architecture more favorable to you making the choice that you want to make. I've already made the choice, and I've yeah. I've, I've 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 built the foundation upon which I'll just act. Like I just, this is my That's one, it. this yeah. is my one way of going tomorrow morning. Yeah. I see my clothes, have to get out of bed. No time for this. Do I get out of bed loop? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want to add on that because there's an yeah. American uh, technique, which is maybe more concrete oh. and that's what you're oh, yeah. please. <laughs> seeking for. <laughs> yeah, please, please. It's called the five second rule Ooh. and it's created by a it. woman and her, uh, sir, her family name is Robbins. Maybe it's Melanie Robbins, I guess. She was like this when her whole restaurant chain with her husband went bankrupt and they owed the banks so much money. And her husband used to get out of bed 5.30, 6 in the morning to race out and seek for solution. And she was devastated. She got paralyzed by it. She didn't get out of bed. She was late to get the kids out of bed to prepare them for breakfast. She missed the school bus. One big tragedy. So many big fights amongst the two of them because she was totally doing nothing and yeah. then she said she has such an epic cool interview on youtube she is so fierce and energetic and um she said one time i was looking at the television and i saw a countdown of nasa like a rocket <laughs> and she said oh my god this is it this is it. This is my answer. Because I keep on coming up with these plans on the evening before and they never work for six months in a row. This is what happened. The five second rule. She said, the moment my uh, my alarm clock goes off, I count down in my head and out loud. Out loud yeah. Five, nice. four, three, two, one. And within Lift that off. time, I need to stand on my feet because yeah. this goes so fast. My inner critic isn't fast enough isn't faster than five seconds after five seconds he takes over and then i'll be laying in bed for the next three hours i 
had this for years, what you're describing. I, I used to be in bed until 11, maybe sometimes 12 on days I didn't have to do shit. And then people saw me on a stage in the evening and they said, oh my God, you're living such an epic life. And I'm like, no, I'm a total loser, you know. <laughs> only work for four hours. Is, yeah. <laughs> but it's two things. If you really want to cure it, this technique might help. Maybe it's Melanie uh, Robbins. It's epic shit to watch. And the second one, why do you want to get up so early, yeah. even though it's yeah. not even needed? So don't be as harsh at yourself. And the one thing really helped me was the saying, do peak whenever it's needed. Yeah, I do not have to provide 24-7 a 10 on my scale or energy level for the people around me, but I do need to peak whenever it is necessary. During this podcast, tomorrow when I'm doing a gig in the weekend for the program that I'm preparing, out of office hours, I can be dead as can be because then I need to recharge myself. So the whole conviction of perfectionism and always be there and be instantly on is so draining on your soul and isn't healthy at all because we do need to recharge mm -hmm. so you For don't sure. have to be there every morning at 7 if you don't want to if yeah. you don't have to yeah, yeah. Who's got some closing words for us? Good summary for that. I have, I have a closing question because because Rudy, um, Rudy is he's here and we are very grateful for, for his presence here um, I like to be here, don't worry yeah, well, we can still be grateful and you and you like it as well. <laughs> I'm grateful as well. Um, this is nice. But yeah, you mentioned it already. You are starting your own podcast as well. It's in Dutch though. Yeah, but do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about it? Like what's the Yeah, it's called De Gaaf Podcast. De Gaaf Podcast because my company is called Gaaf, which is a Dutch word roughly for awesome but also for whole and complete. Yeah. And I've got a company now for for 8 years. And um, some weeks ago, I was inspired by other people who were throwing out a podcast like you, but also the people from Mom, 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 the podcast, oh, yeah. Sonne van Pasen. And I truly got addicted to listening podcasts. And all of a sudden, this light bulb came on because I am meeting so many interesting people, dozens, hundreds of people yearly. And sometimes I'm just too full of inspiration because all of these interviews, all of these people, and I meet so many people and I cannot reach it in my mind who say, I hardly ever meet someone new. Like I meet new people every two days, you know? And I thought I need to start talking about it, bringing out the words, you know? I, I tried some blogging, but I then the perfectionist in me comes That's up way as well. Harder. Oh, this mm. is so hard, you know? No one is going to read this formal, stupid, texts of me you know while i'm if i'm just talking i can be me yeah and it's way more easy so i really bought some very expensive equipment <laughs> by yours. and yeah, i did, did two podcasts i, I do, yeah. did two podcast interviews this last weekend it was so phenomenal like the, how the people were reacting to it and these insights you're gaining it's so awesome yeah. super when does it drop in seven days so that will be um the beginning Wednesday, of april second or third of April, third of April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and it. I've, I've listened. I've I've had the honor of listening to half an hour of it already. Uh, of the first episode, I'm very excitedly waiting for the second one. I I hope I'm getting an, another sneak preview of that one as well. But nice. um, yeah, it's really good. I I listened to, to this morning. So like I said, my morning this morning kind of sucked. Um, I watched two videos that were very informative that really hyped me up. And mm -hmm. then on my bike ride towards my new co-creating uh, space, 
or co-working space. I listen to the the half hour pod or not half. I listen, okay, whatever. I listen to half hour of your podcast, and that shit got me hyped. Like cool. Rudy, like the way you are today, I think when you're not um, in a basement with two other dudes, <laughs> um, this sounds scary. Yeah, well, that's that is that is my point because you, when you're the interviewer and when you're listening to these other people. Yeah, you, you really get out the energy from this other person, and you really mm. uh, capture that um, that that inspirational vibe, that that resonance within the diamond or the the feeding of the wolf, right? Like, awesome. Yeah, really cool. So I do advise our Dutch listeners to to check out the the half podcast or Dutch speaking. Dutch speaking. Sorry, <laughs> Dutch. Maybe Dutch, Dutch understanding. Maybe, yeah, Dutch understanding people. Yeah, yeah. or understand. I don't know. Dutch understanding. Wow, that welcome. sounds so cultural. Oh, welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so very practically, I if I if I kind of recap this whole thing, right? So we're talking about personal growth slash development and and i think in your world and it's more personal leadership right it's it's deciding deciding who you are what you need and acting upon that so it's the it's the direction the compass it's like brian said the action plus awareness equals doing epic shit awesome um, awesome I, i will take that one away as well definitely as a yeah. takeaway but i got it from you so yeah <laughs> it's all good we all help each other here <laughs> in the basement a, a full loop. <laughs> great ideas are like a great river it comes from many sources it's all good wow that yeah well i didn't write that though that's uh, someone else wrote that that's if 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 anything is clear from this episode <laughs> is that there's there's a lot to be gained by talking with other people so if you if you're stuck don't try and figure it out yourself, but, but, but do, do try and figure it out yourself. Like take the time, I would say, take the time to think, right? Take, take some time to, I don't know, yeah, to ponder upon life, but do it consciously. Um, and then also seek help with other people and maybe not the usual people that give you the advice like, well, just have a good job, like a well-paying job, but try and, try and seek people that, that, that Keep you your head down. Don't, don't make too, uh, don't make too yeah. much of a fuss. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's 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 definitely a lot more to be talking uh, to talk about in this yeah. whole um, thing. But yeah, I'm. Did did that? Did I capture everything? What do you think? I, if I if if I may as free as free as this, uh, I gained the insight that all of us have a little diamond within us. Mm -hmm. So all of us are of tremendous value, yeah. and. You, Brian, you, Yoast, and you, listener, have this very diamond within you, even though you don't notice yet, or you're... Well, the same goes for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot, yeah. really. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so thank you very, very much for My coming, pleasure. Brian. Uh, Rudy, what the fuck? <laughs> thank you for coming, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> thank you for being here, Brian. Um, but in all seriousness, thank you for being here, Rudy. That Thanks. is very cool. Um we would love to see you back sometime in the future um, and we'll talk about the success of your new podcast, um, which then will be not new anymore. It'll, it'll be probably be mainstream Dutch podcasting. That's what, I'm, uh, that's what I'm expecting. Who knows? Yeah. The quality and the energy is there. So, um, but yeah, uh, closing words. We have some socials, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, we have a, a Twitter account. We were at Shots of Purpose. Let us know what you thought of this episode. We also have an email address. It's uh, sop at purposedesign.nl. That email address is there for you if you want to send us uh, 
stories. Maybe, maybe you've been inspired by today's episode um, and you want to share a story with us or maybe with Rudy. We'll be sure to, to send that through as well. And vegan recipes. We like those too. Vegan recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no explicit pictures, please. That's just uh, we have, one rule. We haven't opened those. Don't listen to him. We, we accept those for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, on, on, on that note, um, I want to thank you for listening and uh, yeah, talk to you in the next one. Have a great, great week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Preda.